I mean, no one comes into our house and pushes us around. You believe that America is the land of opportunity? Yeah. We're soldiers, but we're American soldiers. We've been kicking ass for 200 years. And those of you who are familiar with it know that in America, democracy is hypocrisy. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. They're leading the charge in advancing the conservative revolution. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. And now, your all-American hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. And good morning. This is Phil Stargell, and this is the Abolitionist Roundtable of Michigan, or Art of Michigan, uh, in some instances. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, sitting to my left this morning is uh, Bruce Flurry. He's off of, of assignment. Off assignment, back in the in, saddle in the again. Studio. <laughs> back in the saddle again. So. Another year older, and... Uh, Maybe a little bit less deep in debt, but <laughs> yeah, you know that it, you know, all of that come around pretty yeah. quick, you know. Yeah, it sure that, does. That, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. But um, you know, it's been an interesting week, and um, there's uh, an anniversary mm-hmm. of sort. Uh, yeah, uh, it's not anything uh, that that, but it is, and I ha- I mm-hmm. noted that uh, this marks the year anniversary mm-hmm. of uh, the founder and the inspiration for Art of Michigan or the Abolitionist Roundtable of Michigan, mm-hmm. uh, Del Marsh, Marsh, passed away the 12th of December. Man, do I miss him. I, um, I miss him too. And, yeah. uh, you know, he, uh, uh, we're just uh, trying to figure out when we all kind of just got together. It's, it's been it's been several years. Yes, uh, probably oh, yeah. within, within the last ten years we uh, all got together yeah. and we got together. Well, so, you figure that uh, yeah. this program has been on the air uh-huh. since uh, uh, October of two thousand eleven. Okay. So what okay. is that? Eight years. Yeah. So it has been a while. Yeah, it has, and um, you know it's. Uh, uh, just you, know, you have so many memories and uh, things that really stand out. Yes. Um, I think uh, what stood out for me uh, for the moment that I met you, met both of you guys. Yeah. And this is a tribute to you too, Phil. That uh, your passion, your uh, your strength, your dedication to America. You yeah. know everything that that we stand for. Um, you know uh, that's. It, and it, it was it, uh yeah. it it was that's that's what attracted mm-hmm. Dale and I. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, we uh heard Joshua's trail on the radio. Yeah. And I mean it was like a bolt of lightning out, I of, know. out of the sky. I got I, I got that the first time that I that mm-hmm. I tuned into Brother Lee and Charles and, and Milton and Ron Edwards at the time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it like as I said, it was, it was like a bolt of lightning because you don't hear no. that uh, that type of uh, of, of thought mm-hmm. over the airways. You know, you, you know, you'll hear religion, yeah, and you'll hear uh, ideology, mm-hmm. and but uh, you you don't ever hear it meld into one uh, 
train of thought. Yeah. It, it's always been, uh, if it's, if it's uh, uh, ideology and a conservative ideology, it, it's very, very rarely mixed with religion on the black mm-hmm. American side of yeah. the situation. Yeah, which which really is is kind of astounding because you look at you look at uh, the demographic as as a whole, and you know uh, there are so many uh, Black Americans that that are committed to family. Okay, in spite of what we hear and what we see, the uh, the number of you know single uh, parent households that are headed by uh, Black females and that type of thing. But there's uh, there's always been uh, I think a conservative uh, type of undercurrent, which has translated into them, into uh, black folks going to Sunday services and 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 being you know religious in uh, more uh, greater numbers rather than whites or Jews or you know I think maybe Muslims would probably be the only other ones that would be. Uh, in that ballpark, yeah. in terms of being religious, but you know, we know what. Well, well yeah. here's the here's the here's the the good thing mm-hmm. that is with the philosophy that is shared by Pastor Yule and yeah. Milt and Ron Edwards and myself yeah. and Dell and and Charles. Mm-hmm. The 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 one thing that that you you can notice, I uh, let's say um, we are. Discussing a um, a uh, any any an event uh, like Woodstock or something like that mm-hmm. uh, in the sixties, mm-hmm. and today people look at it and say, "Well, that's all white folks out there." Yeah. Well, fast forward to the day mm-hmm. in in the banquets that Pastor you. Mm-hmm. And and you guys had the fundraisers too. Yeah, early, we had early on. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and and it was the same phenomenon. And it, and it was a great mix of people. That's right. You know, young. Yep. Old. That's right. Well, older. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, when you get in my case, <clears throat> well, get, it's yeah, old. Yeah, too. I, I just turned sixty-eight the other day, so you know. <laughs> but uh, you know, and, and and the thing is that um, when I was saying earlier about the uh, uh, attending attending church services on a regular basis, which which makes it to me uh, on the on the other side a uh, uh, a head scratcher because you have so many black pastors that are preaching against the uh, the most sacred of yeah. all of you know. God's you know, creation, which is the un- innocent, unborn, unborn human life, yes, and they're, they're they're preaching yeah. against it, and yeah. and they and they allow these uh, these these politicians, these leftist politicians like um, Brenda Lawrence or uh, you know uh, Sharia Tlaib. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, she made a really great comment the uh, the other day in the aftermath of the uh, the, uh, the 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 massacre at the kosher. Yeah. Uh, uh, supermarket or deli in uh, in New York, and uh, I can uh, ring that up for you in a moment. But they get these these leftists uh, in there, these leftist politicians, which who just completely, you know, just twist and turn things inside out, and basically 
preach that, yeah, unfortunately, we are, you're still in bondage, despite the fact that slavery ended in this country over right. 150 years ago. We have all these, all these programs, affirmative action, and all this type of thing, which was supposed to help. And we, and, and we still hear about being oppressed. And uh, if not, yeah, if, if, and if, that's uh, what Dell and you yeah. were standing four square for, which is why I had so much respect for Dell and I have so much respect for you guys because you are true patriots. Okay, you are uh, 100% all American, you're about faith, family, God, country, family, like Charles yeah. McCullough, yes. who's. I'm yeah. sure those two are commiserating, commiserating right now. Right. Exactly right. And <laughs> maybe and, trying to give us some guidance and, here. And it, it would <clears throat> carry on mm -hmm. from what their mission was here. Yeah. And and the thing is that uh what I mentioned about like the banquets or the mm -hmm. uh, the fundraisers. Yeah. You look around and you see a mixture yeah. of of everything that you can come. And that's Bond was formed mm -hmm. by ideology, not by skin color. No. Not by, uh, and, uh, and, uh, you know, just one basic tenet of religion, mm -hmm. but by philosophy that embraces religion, but also yeah. embraces people that are different. Yeah, strong, conservative, consistent yeah. values that have stood the test of, of over 200 years of, yes. of, of, of the passage of time. And 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 really just given the lie to the eye that this notion of a living and breathing constitution, yeah. these are rock solid principles, yes. which that you don't want to be yeah. uh, modified in the way that these people no, are of course very, not. Very interested. In I doing, know, I know. It's know? like look, look at and and they, and and the the people that are running for office right now on the other side, running for president, they hate the Constitution of the United States. Pastor Yule. Uh, Charles, Milt, Ron, you, Dell, love this document. This is the ultimate barrier, safeguard, bulwark against tyranny by the government. And, and, I, and, and I grind my teeth every time. I know. I hear some politician mm -hmm. talking about how faithful he was to the civil rights movement. Oh, yeah, the when he didn't even march. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gee, I wonder how he said even, that. You know? Even if he did. Yeah. Even if he did march. You know, what you're doing is you're looking for specific special rights, mm -hmm. you know, with civil rights. Yeah. Now, there's nothing wrong with passing civil rights, but when they start to uh, overflow and take over the constitutional yeah. rights that you and I are guaranteed by this government. Right. I don't want some idiot in Congress to come up with some idea like like what they're doing now, how they perverted the Constitution with this impeachment mm -hmm. fiasco. Oh yeah, it's, this is no more than this is a real, like Clarence Thomas said, mm -hmm. this is the real high tech lynching. Mm. This is what the Redeemers did after after uh, after the Civil War. You know, they mm -hmm. went back and started changing laws. That's how yeah. we ended up with laws like uh, Jim Crow laws. Mm -hmm. You know, those those yeah. are civil rights laws. Yeah. They were just civil rights for white Democrats. Yeah. You know, and, and so when the heavy hand of the Democrat Party structured the civil rights laws, when you look back in, 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 uh, from 64 to the day, 
you understand why President Johnson's, you know, that statement that yeah. he made about having people vote for him for the next, well, yeah, vote Democrat, Democrat for, for the next for 200, 200 years. years. You understand why? Because he got what he wanted and mm-hmm. had didn't have to put no more effort into it no. because the people that he said he was doing it for mm-hmm. really believed that that was uh, something from the Democratic Party from them. Yeah. But what it was for, it was for the Democratic Party. Yeah, and, and the Democratic Party got what they want. They got loyalty for the next 50 years mm-hmm. as a down payment on that 200 years that he was talking yeah. about. And and see that's what uh, you and and Dell would uh, you know would bring to the airwaves every Saturday and uh, you know I know I, I see we have our first call line up so far but if you'd like to you know join the conversation and uh, give your thoughts about uh, Dell and what he meant to you if you if you knew him at all and uh, and on his passing uh, please feel free to do so seven three four eight two two sixteen hundred is a number um, and and. and and, and I, ha- I I really have to th- to thank Dell for trusting me enough mm-hmm. to pick up the baton, pick up the torch, yeah. you know, because he knew he was he knew he was uh, uh, and, and didn't have much much time left, even though he was and he put his he put his entire uh, life and, uh, and 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 total faith in God, that God would make yes. the right decision. That's if right. God wanted to bring him home, he'd bring him home, and he had no problem with that. But he believed that God would, would guide him to a safe and, and full and swift recovery. And uh, But he said, just in case, um, I would like you to you know, take over. And I said, well, I'd be honored to do that. Mm-hmm. And so I have, if, 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 if it weren't for Dell, you know, I'd be just another phone call. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> Instead well, of being a former, uh, phone call <laughs> that uh, we look forward to. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, I am so uh, grateful that uh, that you know that you've been here with with mm-hmm. me and um, and on this. You Not know, as often as I'd like, but, but uh, yeah. you know. <laughs> well, yeah, but I, I, you know, I, yeah. you know, I made a promise to him that I'd keep us on the air, you know, yeah. and, and and as long as I could, you know. And, and you've lived up to that promise, you know, so, with a little help from your friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the terrific thing about yeah. it is that you know those are the friends. Mm-hmm. That you can count on uh, yeah. when uh, when you're trying to uh, to do uh, something, you know that it's not not self-serving. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, it is uh, is uh, well, uh, we'll we'll go to the lines and yeah. take this phone call okay. real quick. Okay, we're going to go to line one, and we got Ed from Ypsilanti. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Ed. How are you? Good morning, guys. Boy, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt that. I would rather have sat here on hold a, while, <laughs> a little longer. <laughs> well, I got to let yeah. you in on a little thing. When we got our uh, we got our uh, support group, uh, Friends of Joshua's Trail, together, and the uh, the initials were F O J T. And Phil said, maybe we should get a support group called the Friends of Art. And I said, well, you, wait a minute, but, you, but you've got to got to figure out what those initials are. <laughs> Oh man! I was just thinking about that myself. Uh, yeah. So, what's on your mind, my friend? Well, you guys are talking about civil rights and mm-hmm. special rights. Yeah, and I'm not sure if a lot of people realize that. Ed, are you there? Uh, what happened? I don't know, Derek. Uh, yeah, 
Uh oh. Well, well, we, he, he, well, he's he's still he's still on the up there. We dropped off. Well, maybe he'll call back in a moment. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We, we're just starting to, you know. Well, and uh, the uh, what you were talking about with the uh, with the friends, mm-hmm. there was uh, a point in in uh, when we used to go around and uh, yeah. do a whole lot of uh, 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 public appearances. And uh, that was that was uh, the, the oh yeah yeah you know the early stages you the know early and, stages yeah yeah and, and uh, so that was and Dale and I <laughs> Dale and I was I mean just everywhere almost, yeah you know yeah and it, it, it was a lot of fun okay yeah and, oh yeah it was definitely and it was you know it was it it it, it, uh, it was during a time when uh, it, like I said I mean there were conservative outlets there were but uh not uh not with the yeah. rock hard um uh conviction of a philosophy mm-hmm. that was a parallel mm-hmm. to the philosophy of being obedient to the to the scripture yeah yeah and that, that you know and they they can coexist and 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 they can coexist without Without uh, conflict, as, yeah, w- w- without um, people being able to say you're trying to force your religion on me, yeah, or you're basically trying to force your philosophy. I, I don't think I've ever heard anybody say uh, uh, that. Well, you're trying to force your philosophy on me. Mm-hmm. I mean that. If you yeah. think about it, that <laughs> that's a heck of a thing because people co- constantly tell you. That you're trying to force your religious beliefs on them. Yeah, and 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 the thing is, you know, uh, we were supposed to have, uh, well, according to Jefferson, a mighty wall of separation. Yeah. And and okay, uh, between church and, and state, and what we're looking at, and he was not trying to protect the state from the church. He was trying to protect the church from the state, and by church, he meant the freedom to practice your religion, you know, without interference and that type of thing. But now what we see is we have certain religions which now are being allowed into public schools where no other religions are allowed, yeah. and that is causing some real problems. You know, do you have it or you don't? Hmm. Now, if it's going to be open to one, it's going to be open to all. If it's not, if it's if it's going to be open, it can't be open just. If you're going to be closed to one, it's going to be closed to all. Okay, but this then. You know, I think you know where I'm heading with that. Yeah, and um, the uh, the the good thing about what what you're talking in that particular instance, uh-huh. there is there there, um, there are things that are being done with that certain religion and freedoms that they had that uh, that the real religions uh, have never had before, and that's the uh, that's the, the the crime of it. I mean, mm-hmm. again, we we come back to these special rights. Yeah, and that is the the problem with when the government tries to make decisions on on how they are going to pass out these rights mm-hmm. because they, they they'll never ever yeah. uh, be uh, uh, equitable in the way they handle it. You know. So, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. That, so that it gets to the point then mm-hmm. that it's not 
the government uh, being free from, I mean, the uh, uh, religion being free from government because the re- government now is acting as a big brother, you know. <laughs> and oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and it, it, it actually is substituting itself, insinuating yeah. itself into areas where it should not that's right. be, uh, should not be. I mean, it, be active. Yeah. Well, we uh, we got uh, Ed back on the line. Uh, Ed, you there? Ed, what happened? <laughs> oh, oh, you're on a cell phone, eh? Hmm. No, no, no. Wow. We still got problems with that line. You can't hear me. Uh. Okay. Uh, well, let, let, let's uh, let me, let me uh, let's go to a line uh, line one and see whether or not that line will cool off a minute. Uh, you want to go to line one? Yeah, right can hang on, Ed. Don't don't go anywhere. Don't leave town. Well, try Ed. I mean Joe from uh, Wyandotte. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, guys. Am I coming through okay? Yes, you are. Oh, no, you're coming through. Coming through yeah. You're coming through uh, with flying crawlers. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about civil rights, uh-huh. uh, the Civil Rights Act should have actually never really been enacted. Mm. It was granting rights that were already constitutionally guaranteed. That's right. Government mm. does not have the authority to grant and take rights. No. They are given to us by God yeah. and protected by the constitutional document. And by passing the Civil Rights Act, it legitimized the Jim Crow laws. Because yep. if you allow government to meddle in the giving and taking of rights, then they have the ability to tweak those rights. Not only give them, but take them. Yep. And the whole Civil Rights Act, I love how Democrats are always touting the Civil Rights Act, Democrats opposed the Civil Rights Act. Yep, they sure did. <laughs> Eisenhower would have signed the Civil Rights Act, but Democrats in the Senate filibustered Led it. by Lyndon Johnson. Led it by, was signed by uh, Lyndon Johnson no, only because uh, Lyndon Johnson convinced Democrat senators, who were the minority then, to not filibuster it and let it come to his desk. But Democrats in the House and Senate... The majority of them, eighty percent plus, still voted against the civil rights. Act. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, and 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 uh, uh, um, uh, um, Joe, <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, I just want to correct you. Uh, it, when that uh, civil rights bill passed, the Democrats were the majority. And, and the, the Republicans, Republicans yeah. under Edward Ed, Edward Edward, Edward Dirksen. Dirksen, yeah, shepherded his guys in, and they passed that civil rights bill. the the uh, The Democrats had enough majority where they could have passed it without a vote from the, the Republican side. Yeah, and and, and right, but and, the, the fact still. Thank you for the minor correction, but the fact does remain: it did take. All Republicans, yes, and only a small portion mm-hmm. of the Democrats. That's exactly right. Pass it. Majority of the Democrats did still vote against it, and again, it was an unnecessary law because those law that was those rights were already granted by the Constitution, which of course was. Pre-
put in place by Republicans and Republican states. Yes, and I'll, I'll give you another little thing. Eisenhower tried to pass the bill a couple of times. Ni- yeah, in 1957, and, yeah. Yeah, and uh, well, yeah, um, more than more than that, I think uh, I think he tried to pass it three or four different times. Mm-hmm. The filibuster was led by uh, Al Gore Sr., yeah. This Eastland from Mississippi. Fulbright. Fulbright. Yep. yep. And these guys kept that bill from getting in there as long as there was a Republican president because they knew that once that bill passed, whoever passed it was going to have loyalty out of one certain block yeah. for 200 years, as, jo- as Johnson said. And uh, and like I said, they got a 50-year down payment on it. That's right. They're, they're, they're one-fourth of the way there. Yeah. Well, gee. Right, well, take man. care, my friends. I love you, brother. Okay. Thanks a lot. Uh, and take care, my friend. Yeah. we. Uh, you probably hear, I think, the break. And a Merry uh, Christmas to you, uh, Yeah, Joe. Merry Christmas, Joe. Uh, by the music you hear that we are getting ready to go to break, and uh, we'll be back after these messages. Okay. Now. You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Fleury. They're exposing the left's underground resistance while leading the charge in the fight for liberty. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. And we are back. And um, what I'm going to try now is try to get Ed back. Try to get Ed back. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's go to line number three. And Ed from Ypsilanti. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, guys. You're All there? right. How you doing? I'm doing fine. This is my cell phone. You know what I just realized is I just lost Comcast to the house, and that's the phone lines and the Internet. Ah. And so while while we were talking, funny, Derek could hear me just fine, and I could hear you guys just fine. Yeah. Uh, it must have been on the way down. Yeah. So, it, Joe, we got we got quite a, a different uh, uh, sound there, two or three different sounds there for a minute. But anyway, we got you now. Yeah, so... When you were talking, I was reminded, uh, and Joe had some excellent points there, and actually I'd like to elaborate on them a little bit. But when I was in South Carolina in the 70s in in the Air Force, uh, I went to a civilian barber, and I remember him complaining about um, the law at the time, the civil rights law. And this was as late as 1972. Yeah. And he was complaining that, uh, you know, him being a white barber, he didn't understand black scalp conditions. Mm. And there were things that he couldn't do. You know, why was the government making him work on people's uh, hair and scalps that he had no uh, training, training for, for yeah. you know? Yeah. And I, at the time I was thinking, yeah, it's just an old white racist guy who's complaining and crying because he has to, he has to treat people fairly and equally. Yeah. But looking back on that now, whether he was a racist or not, I can see that the... The whole concept of the government telling private businesses who they have to and who they, you know, uh, who they have to serve, basically, and that they can't refuse service to somebody based on anything exactly leads us to uh, people having to bake cakes for gay weddings, yeah. you know? Uh-huh. And that's that's the whole point. It's not a, it, you know, like Joe was saying, the civil rights guarantee us equal rights, but when you get down to like the Civil Rights Act of 1964 or such, that should be there should be a law that says there should be a law, not a constitutional amendment. There should be a law that says 
the federal government or even state governments have to give equal access to citizens because they all pay taxes. Yeah. And they all, have, you know, there shouldn't be separate entrances. There shouldn't be separate uh, um, drinking fountains out in the public square. Because who pays for them? The government. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to a restaurant, if a guy wants to say, "I'm sorry, we don't serve colors in here," but, you know, or another guy says, "Hey, we don't serve whites in here." Yeah. You know, yeah. So that's 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 their choice. And why would you want to go there anyhow? Yeah, that's that's the, that that's the old uh, civil rights joke. When uh, somebody said we don't serve black folks here, you say that's okay. I don't need them. So that's uh, you know, drum roll. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's how you handle that. I mean, the thing about it is. Uh, w- what happens now is they they g- g- get up and go to court, like you know, uh, but and look for a payday, and that's the thing. And this is uh, what we see now mm-hmm. with uh, the 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 you know I don't want to go too far afield here, but when you hear them talking about uh, Carter Page and how they took his constitutional rights and 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 you hear him say I hope he sues the uh people that did it to him I hope he sues them well see now we we've, we've gone from being able to demand your rights to looking for a payday and that's what why some of this civil rights law is so so uh people are trying to hold on to him so hard now I, I'm, I'm I'm like anybody else I think people uh, if if they've been harmed, they they should have a remedy. Sure. But the thing about it is mm-hmm. now we're we we got laws where they're looking for people to be harmed. They're looking for victims, and that don't doesn't make for a good society because now you got people going around accusing the president of the United States as being a racist. Oh yeah. Yeah. And and nobody really can do anything about it. I mean, I think it's I think it's atrocious. I mean. Uh, the 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 term racist and 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 things like that. Those the real racists in this country, mm-hmm. the people that have done the real racist acts. These were some terrible people. Oh sure. And to compare, yeah, somebody with the, with that kind of behavior, I think it's wrong, and I think it ought to be. He ought to be able to sue. <laughs> he right. ought to be able to get something. Well, you know, and this is what I was referring to earlier. Uh, this is an example that I was referring to earlier about uh, one of our elected officials uh, jumping the gun and, and shooting her mouth off and then having to uh, backtrack. Yeah. Uh, Rashida Tlaib, or as I like to call her, Sharia a Taliban, <laughs> uh, the other day, uh, Ed, uh, and you may have seen this uh Tweeted out in response to the uh, to the shooting of the uh, in the kosher uh, was a deli or supermarket in New York yeah. on Tuesday that uh, they took two lives uh, two two beautiful innocent lives. Um, she goes, "This is heartbreaking." In her tweet, "White supremacy kills." Now, Ed, do you know what the ethnicity of the two shooters is? Yeah, they were they were those the same black Hebrew group that yeah. got in that uh, kid's face. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Salmon, yeah. Who yeah. the MAGA hat? Right. Yeah, but you got to understand. You don't understand how these are modern days. 
white supremacists are a lot more inclusive these days. They, they let blacks in. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We are, in fact, and and, and I'll tell you what. I hope. <laughs> yeah, I think. We are. <laughs> how, how about uh, speaking of Nicholas Salmon? How about he and Devin Nunez combine their lawsuits against CNN and the Washington Post and and sue him for like a billion dollars a piece? Yeah. You know? <laughs> as long yeah. as we're at it. Yeah. How about yeah. that? I'd I love like to that. see that, yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah. But, I, 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 yeah, I'm all for it uh, uh, for for lawsuits, but like I said, it it can get uh, it can get overboard, and uh, so. Uh, but the thing about it with yeah. constitutional rights, I, I guess because constitutional rights are rights that are you should be able to use without yeah. anybody being able to stop them. But man, I mean, they those constitutional rights are being just trampled on today. I know, and 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 that's like I said. We have uh, how many Democrats are still in the running, guys? Uh, Ten, twelve, something like that, or as many as they can cram onto a stage at one time. Well, uh, they they want to they want to curtail free speech, Ed. They want to take away your rights to defend yourself. They want to destroy the electoral college. They want uh, you know they want to deprive people of their Sixth Amendment rights to uh, you know due process. They, and 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 look at what they've done with uh, you know with this wiretapping and all this stuff that has led to the yeah. three and a half years of, uh, of 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 BS and nonsense, which has cost the taxpayers of this country God knows how much money. Yeah. Um, you know the Fourth Amendment rights, an unreasonable search and seizure. What the heck do you think all this wiretapping is? You know, right? And there are. Clearly defined lines. Of and, they, where, and they use that as a pretext to impeach a sitting president that 63 million people voted for. Well, yeah, then we're going to be talking about that a little bit later on. And, and forget uh, the know. Tenth Amendment. Mm-hmm. You know, federalism is all but, uh, you know, uh, you know rendered, yeah. rendered neutered. So, so Ed, <laughs> you are um, in, in the camp that uh, civil rights laws should be really i i think that uh, that there should be some some kind of way that uh that that uh that this has to be adjudicated a little bit more or something because yeah. if you yeah, look well, at it laws huh laws are laws are supposed to put teeth into policy into public policy and yeah. public policy should be based on the constitution yeah and I believe that this was, and, and, you know, of course, I'm a white guy, so of course it sounds like I'm I'm opposed to it. I must be a white supremacist. Yeah, you must be. I, yeah. I have my special privileges, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, this, this, this was an overreach, a definite overreach. It was involving personal uh, private business mm-hmm. and not public agencies. Yeah. And, and, and the wrong teeth were, were put into this law. Well, well, look at look at what what we see with the with the uh, with the football players. Yeah. Now, the 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 owner of that team should be able to step in and say, "Hey, wait a minute, I ain't having it. You have to stop it, stop that." Yeah. But that's not what happened. No. Nope. Now you know what I mean. It's it's gotten now that uh, that the, the, that uh, they sued the owners of the team <coughs> and gave Kaepernick a pretty good payday and now he's trying to get back into the league you know and and, and, and do you see what happened the guy one of one of his wideouts yeah wound up getting the contract, getting the contract yeah. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick got nothing yeah now it's only a that's a practice uh, squad contract but at least the guy's on an NFL team yeah and here's Kaepernick doing all this you know 
But look, he at, wants, look at me, look at me, I'm oppressed. But he wants to run the run the show. That's yeah. what that's what's happening. I right. mean, because that's start why your nobody, own league. Yeah, that's why nobody will pick him up is because they know that that, that he won't go by the rules. He's going to go by his own rules. Oh yeah. And the owner is 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 helpless to do anything because they're going to say they're picking on him because of his color. And you know the the he's trying to game the system. That's yeah. what he's yeah. trying to do is to game the system using. Twisting the rules for his own personal advantage. And, well, and, if, you think, and if you think, and if you think the Detroit, yeah, that, if you think the Detroit Lions have enough problems now, yo, imagine what me. they would have had <laughs> yeah. if, if they'd signed Kaepernick. But but what you talk about twisting the rules <clears throat> is, is this is what I said that uh, that the Democrats <laughs> constantly look for. They yeah. look for using civil rights laws to find loopholes in the Constitution, mm-hmm. and it's and it's, and it happens every day. I know. It's, it's, you know they're trampling on. Constitutional rights and uh, and 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 getting uh, you know more and more legislation yeah. passed that is heavy on uh, civil rights and mm-hmm. light on constitutional yeah. rights. Well, isn't it? Uh, oh, okay. As as it left us, as yeah. left us, it looks like. Well, have yeah. a great weekend, Ed. Thanks a lot, and uh, thanks for your perseverance, and uh, have a merry Christmas, my friend. Um, one last thing before we you know move on here. Um, Remember how, you know how the every time that the Republicans put up or propose that the uh, Voting Rights Act be made permanent, mm-hmm. that the, the Congressional Black Caucus votes against it, and this is a, a great illustration. Yep. Of, I think it was Booker T. Was it Booker T. Washington who warned against the uh, a handful of people that that want to keep things? Well, the grievances. Yeah, the grievances. Yeah, yeah. yeah. These, they, uh, these are the people, the Elijah Cummings, the late Elijah Cummings, uh, yeah. Hank Johnson. Hank Johnson made a really stupid, disgusting remark the other day about, imagine, uh, what was it, uh, what were the exact words? I don't know what his exact words were, but he said something to the effect that, um, imagine um, Kerensky's, uh, Zelensky, rather, 15-year-old daughter duct taped in the White House space. Yeah, 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 I remember now, hearing that, did, yeah. Now, wasn't didn't he get the didn't he didn't anybody tell him you know knock off this ridiculous nonsensical stupid uh, grandstanding like the uh, well well Guam's going to become so overpopulated yeah, with uh, U.S. troops so we got tip, tip over, over. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, you know, this, uh, these are the people that and Maxine Waters is another one these are the people who keep things stirred up along with their 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 fellow travelers in the in the clergy and the entertainment business and that type of thing. Well, this is why it is so important uh-huh. that on this impeachment <clears> thing, because <throat> this is this is we have to uh, look at this impeachment thing. Is it is extra constitutional? Of course I mean, it is. And and the thing is that Nancy Pelosi <clears throat> keeps talking about she's going to do her constitutional duty and everything. Since when did the Democrats care about the constitutional uh, uh, adherence? It's one thing she should do is resign. But no, you know, and 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 the thing is, she's got 193 million dollars yeah. in the uh, in in the uh, in the in the bank account. Yes, she can go back to Napa. She can kick back with her husband and start. Uh, you know, uh, boozing it up with the uh, with, with the family product out there in Napa. Yeah. You know, and and, and instead of uh, on the, on one of our Air Force planes. Yeah. That, oh yeah. Oh. It was every weekend. <laughs> I, I, maybe that. Well, maybe that's what she does every weekend. You know, is go back there and you know you know uh, you know uh, knock back a few. But, uh, she sure sounds like it. But she the, sounds like she's 
And she yeah. sounds like she's dr- even more, even drunker than one, uh, the next time that she was the previous time. Yeah, yeah. She sounds like she's hitting yeah. the sauce there. But she sounds, I don't but, know if she's But sound, the thing is yeah, that. Beavis or butthead. I can't figure out what she sounds like. <laughs> but, the, the, you know, what mm-hmm. I look at is, yeah. is, is, is mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a, if you are a constitutionalist, I'm, you know, you can get my vote. You yeah. know what I mean? Because, you know, if the if if you follow the Constitution, you know, you can't go wrong, you know, because that's the, the path is laid out for you. You yeah. know, you got to do is follow that path and, and you'll get where you're going. Mm-hmm. But she only, again, uses the Constitution as, you know, a loophole through the what is the correct procedure. Mm-hmm. And it, she does it time after time after time. Mm-hmm. Hide behind that Constitution. Yeah. All the while, she's d- digging a hole trying to, you know, turn the Constitution over. It's like she's waving it, waving one copy with her right hand and wiping her rear end with another copy with her left hand. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that's a sight I wouldn't want to see. Uh, but, yeah, but, 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 well, uh, I mean. But he, he, you know, the, the whole thing is. That uh, right now, uh-huh. with this with this impeachment, mm-hmm. where they bring it down to just two things, that is for one reason and one reason only. They want to, to for the Senate to yeah. short circuit this thing and toss it out because what they're doing now, the the it, it certainly has the uh, the Senate has the 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 authority. To just throw this thing out and say you know, neither one of those things are are uh, uh, impeachable. <laughs> no, there, there, there's no crime here. Okay. Well, on the one hand, okay, I can see why you know this is all bogus. This is all buckus stuff. But on the other hand, you want to get these witnesses, these people on the record. Uh, now you could prop. Now maybe you could do that and uh, indict them all and bring them up. You know, uh, have them come up. And uh, or not, you know, before you and well, I don't know how that process works, but you could, I guess, you could probably bring them up on Capitol Hill after the impeachment, after the acquittal, rather. But you know, these every one of the everyone that's one of these people has to be held to account from the top down of the previous administration. Um, Obama, Holder, um, you know, Hillary. What, what what did John Kerry know about this? Okay, I, he had a son. He had his was his son working for uh, Burisma. His, I or, guess, his or son-in-law, stepson, stepson. stepson. stepson yeah. Oh yeah, the uh, the uh, stepson. That means he married the uh, married the money of the uh, of the mother yeah. <laughs> the, of his wife. But um, you know, everybody has got to be. Got to and be uh, let's and don't what forget. the hell is is uh, Christopher Ray doing? He's not doing anything to no, reform he's not the doing agency. It. He's he's, uh, he's a deep stater too. Yeah. But you know there was another uh, individual in that bunch, Hunter and. Uh, uh, oh yeah, uh, uh, Whitey Bulger's what the heck? Uh, yeah. nephew. Whitey Bulger's nephew. And and look, I I, I got some information. Mm-hmm. You know, once uh, they uh, Lindsey Graham and a couple of other people started talking about they wanted uh, Mitch McConnell. McConnell, uh, yeah. mostly. Was talking about they they just want to uh, get rid of this thing as fast as they can. It's a pig and a poke, basically, is what it is. Yeah, but you know the thing is, they need to get in there and open this thing up because uh, there is if if they expose this stuff, there would be 
some content in there where people would actually be able to be put prosecuted and put in jail mm-hmm. if they go at this thing and open it up. Well, now shift, they, like, a first among them if the yeah. first person that they out of subpoena and put on that hot seat. Yeah. And then call in Mark Levin, let him oh, yeah. <laughs> let oh, him interrogate yeah. And Judge Janine. Yeah, Judge Janine, <laughs> let her have a uh, Now, what's this I hear about, because uh, Barb from Shelby Township and Ron Edwards and I were talking, getting together yesterday, and she mentioned that the Durham report is not going to come out of the 14th, but it's being, you know, set back into the springtime. Now, do you know about that, or do any of the callers know about that? Because well, yeah, be, be, um, because first, there's first thing, he's probably got, more, way more than, you know. Yeah, he's got a, uh, he's got a, lot, a lot of stuff to, to, to do, but yeah. the, the thing is, uh, that, to me, I say, yeah, l- l- let it start coming out then, yeah. because that's, that's when the Democrats are going to be, be <laughs> really out there trying to Trying to uh, to campaign now. When, when, so so now, if you when, got to, when, it, I, I was in February, right? February, right? The Iowa caucuses yeah. are in February. Uh-huh. Now, if they could time the release into February, that would knock the whole thing off the front pages for the Democrats. Mm-hmm. And then you know, and what they do is they, how about this? Do it in stages. Yeah, you know, and to coincide with two stages. Stage one to coincide with Iowa. Stage two to coincide with New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. And just blow this, just blow all this stuff right off the front pages. And there you go. You got Durham, you know, recommends, you know, impaneling uh, a grand jury for this person or that person. Because he can do that. He has the ability to issue subpoenas and he has the ability, unlike the, inter- in the Inspector General uh, Horowitz, he has the ability to, to do those two crit- critical things. And panel a grand well, jury and issue subpoenas, and I mean real subpoenas, not letters like uh, the uh, like the, like were issued by uh, you know by Shifty Schiff. You know, well, his, and this guy, this guy needs to go to jail for what he well, did. Well, that's what I'm saying. I and, mean, and, and that's, that's slap why, him on, man. That's that's why I want uh, Mitch McConnell to mm-hmm. have a full Senate hearing. Yeah, me too. And and uh, uh, so I've heard some of President Trump's. Uh, uh, council, yeah, talking about they don't necessarily want to be going taking this thing to court, and I'm saying, what are you talking about? You know, this is something that you get once in a lifetime to be able to expose this deep state. Mm-hmm. Because if you look back in history, everything from the the the, the assassination of Abraham Lincoln all the way up to Martin Luther King and the Kennedys and, and all, all uh-huh. of these people, there has been no uh, real... Investigation. Well, right. there's been an investigation, but they haven't revealed the truth no. in the matter. Yeah. There's still question about what the real deal was on the assassination of President Kennedy. Mm-hmm. And same thing with Martin Luther King. Yeah. In the case of Kennedy, the, you see that the Congress whitewashed a whole lot of evidence and stuff like that. Mm. Well, look, we this is still happening. Uh, Sandy Burglar, and I'm going to, after the... Yeah, Sandy Burglar, yeah. Sandy Burglar, you understand, this guy had uh, something to do with stealing his some of his personal paperwork out of the National Archives. He took Archive. Kennedy's paperwork? 
No, his oh, oh, his, his, oh, his own. Yeah, but it had stuff him in his but socks. You, yeah, but do you yeah. know what the papers had to do with deal with? Uh, Clinton. Oh, some, one of one of Clinton's scandal. Uh, oh, Vince Foster. No, no. Nope. It had to do with Travelgate. With the 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 uh, the 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 bombing. I mean, the, the, yeah, the, the bombing of, of the Trade Center. Oh, and okay. so you know, but you you never heard that. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm saying, and and so what I'm going to do is is uh, read off some of the the known evidence because mm-hmm. they, he went to court and was sentenced, found guilty of, of of destroying property and all of that. Yeah. And 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 they smacked him on his hands. That's all. Well, as usual, that hour is just about flown by. Yeah. Uh, let's remind everybody about the uh, the show being a listener-supported broadcast. Oh, correct, yeah. Phil? Yes. Yes, it is. And uh, we could <laughs> use a little support from that. As we're, we're getting close like, to the end of the year. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm only going to be on more one more time before the end of the month. So if yes. you want to hear my voice. <laughs> yeah. So if you uh, are got uh, some uh, money that you didn't spend on uh, the yeah. Christmas presents, send it to... Art of Michigan, box, post office box 135, Garden City, Michigan, 48135. Right. And we are going to go to break and we'll the be back after the Well put. To continue the roundtable discussions by mailing correspondence to Art of Michigan, post office box 135, Garden City, Michigan, 48135. No one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around. You believe that America is the land of opportunity? Yeah. We're soldiers, but we're American soldiers. We've been kicking ass for 200 years. And those of you who are familiar with it know that in America, democracy is hypocrisy. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. They're leading the charge in advancing the conservative revolution. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. And now, your all-American hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. And we are back, and uh, we are going to get into the agenda here, mm-hmm. and I see that... Uh, uh, you've got your your agenda line. I got a few articles here yeah. uh, that uh, I think are rather interesting that I'd like to share with the with the folks here, the listeners, over the next few minutes. Uh, uh, and uh, the first one, and there's a common thread that runs uh, between uh, a couple of these articles here, and a couple of uh, threads that run through another, the the third one here with uh, one of the other articles. Anyway, uh, this was from the Washington Times. This is a, a report or a, a, a commentary or opinion, analysis and opinion, uh, published by uh, Cheryl, uh, Cheryl Chumley, uh, Washington Times, Thursday, September 12, 2009. And it, and it has to do with an incident in the city of Philadelphia, which makes you wonder uh, just what has happened to the city of brotherly love over the, you know, over, over the, the past, over the several, past several years. And it begins, in April, a group of kids at the Muslim American Society Islamic Center in Philadelphia were captured on camera, dancing and lip-syncing and performing on stage to a happy little ditty of chopping heads and leading armies of Allah and torturing enemies and other Islamic and political 
religious and religious principles. Now, the Philadelphia Communica uh, Commission on Human Relations announced an investigation, and we'll have the results of that investigation uh, in, in a moment. <clears throat> but the article goes, investigation indeed. Now, where are the results? Hat tip for the Middle East Media Research Institute, and that is a really good source, by the way. Uh, I've, I've, uh, you know, I've accessed it online. Uh -huh. And it gives the... Uh, it really does give uh, a, 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 more, a, a more balanced perspective um, uh, to things that are coming out of the Middle East uh, than what we are generally accustomed to seeing here on the mainstream media. So anyway, uh, hat, tip of the hat to, the, to memory uh, for helping us bring this to light, or helping bring this to light. If there's one thing both political parties should be able to come to an agreement on, it's that little kids in America ought not to be singing songs that promote the chopping of others' heads. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. Well, apparently it's not moving along as fast as it should, at least to some. Now, there are two members of Congress, according to the article, Republicans Lee Zeldin of New York and Scott Perry of Pennsylvania, who penned a letter to the executive director of the Philadelphia Commission, Rue Landrieu, asking if she's nearly finished. And this was back in uh, April, okay, or back in, uh, this was uh, September, the article was. So September to April, that's five months. And uh, they asked if she needs some help with the... Uh, with the investigation from the Department of Justice. Now, what they wrote, and I quote, the shocking event of the Muslims American Society Islamic Center in Philadelphia to celebrate Ummah Day uh, captured children lip-syncing in Arabic about beheadings in the name of Islam of, like, with lyrics like, we will chop off their heads, we will lead the army of Allah fulfilling his promise, we will subject them to eternal torture. Additionally, the congressman wrote, the anthem called for the elimination of Israel with lynchings, with lyrics, lyrics rather, promoting jihad. Now, the congressman also spoke of the ties of the MAS, and this is important to the Muslim Brotherhood, and emphasized the need to get to the bottom of who exactly sponsored the April event. Now, that's very important, the ties between this group and the Muslim Brotherhood. MAS is a subset of the Muslim Brotherhood, and if you read the uh, explanatory mem memorandum uh, from 1991, which was issued in 1991, rather, you will see a list of, uh, of all these uh, groups that are, you know, uh, uh, subsets of the Muslim Brotherhood, uh, the Muslim American Society, the Muslim Student Association. That mm -hmm. uh, We had a, a candidate for governor running in the last election in, in, in Michigan uh, yeah. who was a member of the Muslim Student Association and, and thereby a member of the Muslim Brotherhood, although he denied it. And it, yeah. and it gave fodder for mm -hmm. uh, to to uh, attack really, yeah. to attack a fine American uh, a veteran right. uh, state senator Patrick Colbeck. Yes, and that well, that's that's a you know that's an aside, but yeah, but you know, it, but it, again, mm -hmm. you know, it, 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 the people are able to use yeah uh, the laws to you know to just trash people's reputation. Uh -huh. Yeah. I know, and uh, this is, and you're absolutely, you're so right, Phil. This is just, this thing has got me really just, you know, this is crazy. I mean, this kind of, this is only a qualifies child abuse. Anyway, the video, they, uh, the two congressmen uh, went on to, uh, to write, exposed the indoctrination of young children promoting radical Islamic is ideology in the United States. They should have used fundamentalist Islamic Jihad or ideology would have been far more accurate, in my opinion. This is why we ask for additional information, including the results of your investigation. Uh, now, 
What about the investigation? Well, on December 5th, um, in uh, Jihad Watch, um, which has been following the story of the elementary school aged children dancing to chopping heads, evidently nothing was done. Okay, after, you know, eight months now, a group of kids in Muslim American society, okay, this is, they went through this here. Now, while we sell, and this is what the Philadelphia Commission on Human Rights, PCHR, announced an investigation back in April. Then a month later, the Muslim American Society broke the silence and provided an explanation. And an odd one at that, this seems to have sufficed for the gullible commission. According to the Muslim Brotherhood Connected MAS, the video was not properly vetted. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was described as an unintended mistake and oversight. The only thing that was unintended about this was that it was not intended to get out (laughs) and not intended to be seen by millions and millions of people after having gone viral. Now, the, okay, this is what the Muslim American Society says. While we celebrate the coming together of different cultures and languages, not all songs were properly vetted. Mm. This was an unintended mistake and an oversight in which the center and the students are remorseful. MAS will conduct an internal investigation to ensure that this does not occur again. Mm. <laughs> They're going to investigate themselves. Yeah. Right? Now, they stated the children from the school a school unaffiliated, unaffiliated, unaffiliated rather, with the Philadelphia chapter uh, chart of the person in charge was dismissed. The identity of the school was not discussed, which is important to know, as the school is radicalizing children on American soil. That's a very important point. Yes. Bottom line is here, folks, they didn't do anything. They caved. They took these people's words at face value. Mm-hmm. They did not condemn, this organization did not condemn the, the criticize, let alone condemn, these lyrics or the fact that these kids were, of course, of course they're not going to. They put them up to it. Yeah. And this is a type of thing that we have to really, really be on guard against because, as I said earlier, these people are hiding a lot of things. These these there's this, these people are hiding behind religious freedom, which is uh, which allows them to go into public schools and proselytize that. When you cannot have Christians no. or uh, Jewish yep. organizations, Hindu organizations. I don't even think the Zoroastrians would be allowed to be uh, to, to be in there. Yeah. You know, and it is it's disgusting. And if you folks would like to comment on what you've heard, please do give us a call. It. Yeah. Uh, and uh, well, again, it's another yeah. example of exactly what I said of uh, uh, looking for being able to find loopholes in the Constitution. I know. With with the, with these uh, civil laws, yeah. and and uh, you know if you don't if you don't what happened to equal justice and what about equal treatment under the law? Correct. And and all of these things because like if you come into a school and and and, and start to you know mm-hmm. sing uh, religious hymns and stuff like that, somebody's going to run you out of there. I know. I know. <laughs> That's and, all it is to it. Well, there was there was a joke about somebody uh, in an elementary school just got arrested for. Uh, when they, uh, when they went to uh, use the uh, the little kids' drinking fountain because yeah. they thought he was kneeling to pray. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's an old joke. Yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, no, what has happened to the city of Philadelphia? Okay, that's the birthplace of the, uh, the Declaration of Independence. Ben Franklin was from there, okay? Um, uh, the Constitution of the United States, that was born in Philadelphia. And now the the city of brotherly love now apparently is the is, is a city of, uh, of, uh, of of intolerance against uh, against uh, the very foundations of the of, of the state of Pennsylvania, religious tolerance. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You cannot, and you have nativity scenes where the, where where the Jesus, Mary, and Joseph are put in separate cages because they're mistakenly called refugees. When the fact of the matter is, according to the Bible, that they were they were ordered to back to Joseph's hometown to participate in the census for the reason for the 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 purpose of being taxed, and they got there too late because all the. Uh, all the, and and, and tax, uh, taxed on what, though? Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. On property, right? On property. Yeah. And so. And like, like Rush said, they, their reservation of the Holiday Inn yeah, uh, was canceled. Yeah. And, and, and the <laughs> thing about it is they've been running this kind of thing, talking about they were homeless. And, yeah. And, and they weren't homeless. They, no. They, they were traveling. Homeless and paying taxes. <laughs> they <know>? were traveling. <laughs> because, okay, say I, we're going to a reunion in, in July. And I go, because Jan and I go down there with my brother, and we, we, we leave the house there. And we go down there for for a week and come back. Are we homeless for a week? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, uh, you know what? Uh, and I see uh, you have an you have an item too on your agenda. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the or one, the at thing least one. that I you know I'm what I'm pushing is that we must get to the bottom of this impeachment thing because yeah. it's way more of this. You don't start out with a with a man's presidency. And the first thing that come out of people's mouth is we're gonna, we're gonna, we're looking to impeach him. Well, uh-huh. impeaching for what? He hasn't even done anything. Yeah. Uh, to leave, you know, she used one of the most vulgar terms that you could use in referring to the president, and uh, and and saying that she's gonna go and 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 impeach him. Well, did you know? I mean, they'll put anything up online, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, she's got this impeached. Shirt, uh, T-shirts. T-shirts, yeah. Well, I found a website, several actually, that you can get T-shirts that have the word reelect the MF <laughs> <laughs> Trump 2020. <laughs> go online, everyone. If you want to do that and wear one of those shirts to a to a Tlaib rally, go right ahead. And and they're done. They do it in the in a clean version, and then they have the entire word spelled out on other t-shirts. Yeah, I want I want some of them coins. That, uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what 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 I uh, what on my agenda is yeah. about <laughs> Sandy Berger. I oh. just happened to to uh, be doing some stuff, and I you know, and Sandy Berger came up, and I said, well, whatever happened to Sandy Berger? Because I never did hear what happened to him. Oh yeah. Well. It comes out nothing that, really. That, well, they they <laughs> cost him a few bucks, but uh, yeah, find him. Uh, what? How much? Ten, 10 grand. Yeah, uh, where's that? Uh, Lifted his law license. Yeah, w- yeah. Well, by now the story is pretty much, you know, pretty much uh, the matter of public record. How he went into the National Archives and took home five documents that he wasn't entitled to take. Yeah, and it might have been more than that. I and know. they had, and they had to do with what an after. Right, where I read it was about it. Yeah, here you go, right here. What yeah. About? Yeah. yeah. Well, it, uh, it what it says here is what oh. did Sandy steal? He was sloppy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this is published in April seventh, two thousand. Oh five, and that's in the World Net Daily, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and there are no. We like to document what yeah. we bring out here, so you don't think we're BS. There's no conservative <laughs> journal. Yeah, know, I know. But, but uh, Sandy Berger was <laughs> director of the National Security Center in the Clinton administration. Pretty. And, Pretty important job. Yeah. Pretty and as job. such, President Clinton's top advisor on all national security matters. Uh-huh. On September 2nd, 2003, in a secure reading room 
at the National Archives building in Washington. I wonder if that's the same one. That, what do they call it? The, the Library of Congress? No, the, yeah. where the uh, Democrats were holding their... Oh, the skiff? No, skiff that's not. The national, that, that's, the ba- that's the basement, the dungeon yeah. of, of the uh, Capitol. And uh, <laughs> so yeah. they had the reading room in the National Archives building. Berger was receiving, reviewing classified documents from the Clinton era in his capacity as Clinton's point man in providing relevant materials to the Independent Commission investigating the September 11 attacks. Mm, yeah. One such document was a copy of a White House after-action report, report that he himself had commissioned while still <laughs> National Security Director. Mm-hmm. to assess the Clinton administration's performance in responding to the so-called millennium, ter- millennium terrorist threat before New Year's 2000. <clears throat> I am relying throughout on reports from the New York Times. Berger put the document in his pocket and walked out of the National Ar- Archives with it. <laughs> exactly a month later on October 2nd, in another visit to the archive, he oh, stuffed boy. four copies of other versions of the same report into his clothes. Some reports have specified his socks and again walked out of the building with yeah, You put on a little weight since you came in, eh, Sandy? <laughs> your, your ankles, that's, that's your why ankles. they call him sloppy. Your, your ankles look like Hillary's. <laughs> yeah, ankles. <laughs> Berger is now, oh, God. has now pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor a misdemeanor. Misdemeanor. In charge with, in connection with the theft, removing classified <laughs> material mm-hmm. from a government archive, and has agreed <laughs> agreed to pay a $10,000 fine and give up his security clearance yeah. for three years. The charge also carries a maximum sentence of a year in jail. Now, I... What happened here? I don't know if he served that time or not. Maybe somebody know. Maybe one of the one of our callers on the board knows. Uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> maybe they could give us some insight in that. Well, I, uh, you know, was looking around and uh-huh. and uh, I found that uh, that there was some ties to to these people that are charged in this thing here. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty big web here we got. And, yeah. And what do you have? How many? What, we got three million people working for the federal government. You're bound to have a few, uh, a few ne'er-do-wells, we'll yeah. say. And, and uh, it, so, you know, Brennan. doing <laughs> some, yeah. yeah like, uh, is Brennan in there too? <laughs> uh, well, but, but not so much Brennan, but, uh-huh. but uh, Comey, Comey. It says here, has a long history of cases ending favorable to the Clintons. Okay? Oh, gee. FBI director has a long wow. history of involvement in Department of Justice actions. What was our that first clue? Arguably <laughs> ended up in favorable to the Clintons. 2004, Comey, then serving as deputy attorney general in the Justice Department, apparently limited the scope of criminal investigation of Sandy Berger. Jeez, Mr. Super huh? Patriot himself. <laughs> yeah. Man, oh man, you talk about Yeah. You talk about he's got he's got more baggage than uh you know Titanic, you know. And <laughs> it, it says in in uh in his removal and destruction of classified records from the National Archives, the documents were relevant to accusations that the Clinton administration was negligent 
in the build-up to the 9-11 terrorist attacks. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. here's the thing. Yeah. You notice that when, when uh, uh, the Mueller, not the Mueller, but the the, 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 the... IG report. Yeah, when that came out... Horowitz, right. Horowitz. Yeah. When that came out, when he said what he said about, you know, well, it's... Uh, it, uh, doesn't necessarily mean that they were doing anything that was political, you know, just mistakes. Well, this, this <laughs> how how many mistakes do you allow people to continue to make when they are the, supposed to be the top investigators in the top and, investigating or, organization in the world? And then in the same document says there were 17 separate instances yeah. of uh, carelessness or whatever, yeah. whatever else, you know. Uh, leading up to the to, to the issuance of the uh, the FISA warrant, the first FISA warrant, and then they went back again, and they went back again, and yeah. they got four of them, yeah. and they destroyed a man's reputation, destroyed a man's career, all yeah. based on what somebody had overheard as what's now being uh, class you know, categorized as bar talk, you know that nobody would take seriously. Yeah, so- Comey saw an opening. To to and I mean hell, he's the guy. The guy hates Trump. Okay, he hated Trump from the beginning. Okay, his wife and daughters went to the women's march. Oh, the women's march! I came across an interesting photo of uh, Professor uh, Carland, the one who gave who made the little joke about Baron Trump. She attended the women's march. Women's march too in a full. Vagina costume. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> God, and you and you can you can see it online. It's amazing. Well, so, uh, so full vagina costume. Uh, it, it says that, that must be the location of uh, her brain. I don't know. Also, it says that Deputy Attorney General Comey mm-hmm. was involved in the investigation of of, of Berger mm-hmm. at, it, because he was the the uh, assistant. In this in this case, mm-hmm. but what what goes down is that all yeah. of these people have, you know, working relationships yeah. like uh, Berger and and uh, uh, Loretta Lynch. You know, she was involved. So what Eric happens Holder? is, yeah. So when when uh, when 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 they go to trial, somebody always comes up with a with a thing saying, "Oh, it was just a." Burger was just sloppy, or yeah. you know he was forgetful and things like that, and they they got some no. kind of a yeah. excuse yeah. that that stops them from being guilty of yeah. a crime. So what happens? Well, is, they're stupid, but they don't have any nefarious intent. Yeah. yeah, and so if they're stupid, what are the people investigating now? They, <laughs> That's a good you know, question. Cause, cause if they're stupid, here, here they, they they keep saying that these people doing the investigations are people that that uh, that oh they it was an innocent mistake. Uh, we didn't we didn't ask Hillary to go under oath, so uh, you know you know we we made an inadvertent mistake. Yeah. Now they can't get her for lying to a, a federal investigator like they got Scooter Libby. Yeah. Which uh, I'm going to tell you something about them in in uh, in Valerie Plain case, yeah. and this Judith Miller that went to jail yeah. for protecting the source, 
and Scooter Libby ends up doing two years in the penitentiary. And what's the worst Trump has done? Pull, pull some loudmouth, you know, uh, guy with a political agenda masquerading as, an, as a reporter. Pulled his credentials for a couple of days. Yeah. Jim Acosta didn't go to jail. None of these people are going to jail. Jake Tapper's not going to jail. Uh, uh, Todd's not going to jail. Lawrence O'Donnell, man, oh man. Well, that's he's why he's not going to jail. That's why we, you know, we have to uh, put yeah. the pressure on. Yeah. These people to make them open this thing up and get all of these people on the record, and we'll find out who's stupid and who's careless and yeah. who's sloppy. Did Trump put administration officials in newsrooms? No, yeah, right. no. We uh, we, we're going to go to line uh, one with Gary okay. before the break. Good yeah. afternoon. Good morning. Good uh, morning. Yeah. Are you in a different Gary. time zone? <laughs> yeah, <I think> so. <laughs> somewhere out over the ocean. Gary, good morning. Good morning. Hey, uh, you guys are talking about the Democrats and their. Uh, Ever increasing uh, attempts to uh, destroy the Constitution, the mm-hmm. Bill of Rights. Well, down in Virginia, uh, the citizens down there are um, going uh, Second Amendment uh, safe zones. Yeah, isn't that great? Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's like uh, seventy counties and cities have decided to fight back against the Democrats. Good. Um, and so the sheriffs have decided that they're going to join with the people and deputize them. And deputize deputize them. Them. Isn't that fantastic? And, I love so that. The, re- the response from the Democrats is, we'll send in the National Guard to take your weapons from you. Yeah. Which is the very reason we have our weapons in the first place, mm-hmm. to stop the freaking federal government from coming in and disarming us. Yeah. And would you believe it? It's a black man who, as you know, during uh, Reconstruction, they were told they, it was illegal for them to have a weapon. Right. Um Due to the uh, Jim Crow laws and, and whatnot. Oh yeah, and yeah. and here he is, just a few hundred, uh, well, hundred years later, um, not caring about any of that stuff, no. and willingly uh, advocating to have the guns taken away. Well, and, when, and yeah, and you see, this is why we need to support uh, organizations like the NRA, uh, Shooting Sports uh, Federation. Uh, do you want to hold Gary over after the break? Uh, yes. Uh, hey, Gary, can you hang on with us? Well, we got to. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we got uh, Mil- Mil- uh, Ron or Mills coming up. Mil- Mil- Mills coming up. Uh, so be patient, Gary. Thanks a lot. You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. They're exposing the left's underground resistance while leading the charge in the fight for liberty. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. Hello, I am Milt, and this is Logically Speaking Uncensored. The year 2020 president election. A binary referendum choice of insanity versus sanity. In the year 2016, the Democrat Socialist Party and their presidential candidate, Hillary Clinton, were supremely self-assured that she would win and become the 45th president of the United States. And as president, transformed the nation to a utopian superpower of collectivism. But God, with divine intervention, endowed Republican president candidate Donald Trump with courage, strength, and consecrated wisdom to fight against the odds victoriously. And as in the narrative battle between David and Goliath, 
Trump became a political David and defeated Hillary to become the 45th United States president. Trump's momentous victory was so shocking that it disrupted the nefarious objectives of Hillary and the Democrats and sent them into a state of derangement and pathological hatred. Albert Einstein, the renowned 20th century scientist, defined insanity as doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Einstein's definition is the cornerstone of my commentary thesis that the year 2020 president elections is a binary referendum choice of insanity versus sanity. The Democrat Socialist Party and their apparatchiks are marinated in lunacy, and lunacy and insanity are inextricably the same. To amplify my assertion, I have listed some of the insanities they accept and the sanities they reject. Democrats accept a weakened, demoralized military, class envy, warfare, and pseudo-victimization, climate change, and global warming hoaxes, communism, diversity over unity, evil over good, fascism, liberalism, secularism, and racism, and female mutilations, homosexuality, and transgenderism, along with illegal immigration and sanctuaries for criminals, and violation of constitutional laws. Democrats reject English as the national language and Judeo-Christian values. United States exceptionalism and the First Amendment of free speech and the Second Amendment right to bear arms. And the sanctity of, of procreation, marriage between male and female, and the exclusivity of two biological genders. Denial of one's biological DNA assignment is a form of insanity, but residing comfortably in the Democrat Party is a confused, perverted male president candidate who acknowledged being married to a male. The Democrat Party accepts this form of insanity as normal. The Democrat impeachment hearings against President Trump affirms Einstein's definition of insanity because within their insane plots to sabotage Trump, they keep doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Such obvious degrees of insanity are quintessential proofs that ambivalence or neutrality regarding the year 2020 president election is unwise because the essential importance is validated by the fact that every lunatic category listed is cataloged in the Democrat Socialist Party platform. And should the Democrats win the 2020 president election, their insanities will be ruthlessly imposed and mandated on the nation with unconscionable tyranny. The year 2020 president election is a binary referendum choice of insanity versus sanity. I hope you vote for sanity. I am milk, logically speaking, uncensored saying, think about it.
Despite recent agreements between the United States and Mexico, a record number of Western civilization-hating migrants are at the U.S. border. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards on today's page from the Edwards Notebook. I understand that President Trump wants to get along with Mexico's socialist dictator, but please, Mr. President, understand that Mexico has lied like a rug to you. And as a result, our republic is in imminent danger as record numbers of African, probably Islamic migrants are chomping at the bit to get in and live off the fat of the land and do harm as their Quran dictates. Mexico agreed to stop the stinking hordes at the border, but obviously that is not the case. I realize it is futile to get help from Congress because the controlling Democrats want to see our beloved republic fundamentally transformed, making it hell on earth for we the people who appreciate our exceptional nation to live in peace and tranquility. But you, Mr. President, have the authority to deal with the clear and present danger to our republic. See to it, sir, and ensure your re-election in 2020. I'm Ron Edwards. Check out theronedwards.talkspot.com for news updates and other great stuff. Ron Edwards, the new voice of America. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. And we are back. And uh, we certainly are. to Ron Edwards and Milt Harris for great commentary. Oh, yeah. And speaking of which, and we, we have Milt Harris on the line. And, hey. Uh, and uh, we are going to go to Milt. Milt. Milt, hey. How you doing? This How morning? are you, morning, guy? Morning, gentlemen. Morning to both of you all. And I want to wish you Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, and uh, same to you and I yours, didn't get my friend. I a chance to say it on the seventh of December, but uh, Pearl Harbor Day. Yeah, so yeah. I I really appreciate uh, an opportunity to call in this morning, and also to <laughs> thank both of you for giving the contribution to Dale. Yeah, who uh, I found from the first time he called Joshua's Trail, and when I met him, uh-huh. I found him to be a great patriot, a great uh, lover of this country. And a great United States nationalist. He yes. wasn't ashamed to say that and know, let people know that this was his country. Being black didn't matter to him. This mm-hmm. was his country, and, yep. and, right. and he dedicated himself to, to the fight. And I really appreciate you all giving tribute to him and acknowledging him. And because of uh, him, and, and then I guess I met Phil later on, uh, I have had the pleasure of meeting two great fighters for this country. And... Uh, I really appreciate your contribution to him. Well, yeah. thanks and, so much for your... Yeah, thank you. Uh, and i like to say this morning, because I don't want to take too much of time, mm-hmm. that my question to your audience today is, how much do they know about what they don't know? Because, see, when you don't know something and you think you know, a lot of times you leave out the substance that, I, I, that you should know about. And one of that is this, Trump would not be in the situation that he's in today if people had not voted for him, right. voted against him, or didn't vote at all. So the voters who did all those things are the reason why we're in the dilemma we are today. Because, see, Trump, as far as where the Democrats are concerned, is an apostate. And if you know what an apostate is, that's someone who leaves a religion or renounces it. Mm-hmm. And the Democrat Party and liberalism is a religion. Yeah. Now, when Trump was was one of their lawless, they loved Trump. They went mm-hmm. to his parties. Oh yeah. They 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 ate his food. They ate his food, and they did all the things that a loyal Democrat would do. You saying whether it was uh, 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 
um, attacking women or de- de- denouncing blacks, whatever a Democrat does today, Trump was all right with that when he was a Democrat. Although he didn't do it, they accepted him as being one that w- did uh, approve of what they did. So now he's an apostate and they hate him. And that's just the same thing the Muslims do. Once you leave them, you become persona non grata. And that's what they have done to Trump. And and when I say, how much do you know about, don't know about what you think you know, yeah. is this. The, Trump is under the guise of a political lynching. That's what this is. That's exactly what it is. And, and, and just like Clarence Thomas said when they tried to get him, he called it a high-tech lynching. Yes. Well, the same lynching attitude is in the Democrat Party. That's and right. You look at how they're treating Trump, a trial without a jury, mm-hmm. a trial without uh, a condemnation, without a conviction. No due process. But I do process. Right, Bruce. That's nothing new. The no. Democrats did it during slavery. Many blacks were killed, maimed, raped, and, and brutalized without trials, mm-hmm. okay, and, and without any evidence. So the Democrats are today as they were years ago. It's just for a different costume, a different, uh, 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 what you might say, persona, but they are the same. And so, you know, when we look at these people today, uh, Phil and, and Bruce, you know what I mean? Uh, we have to recognize that they are evil people. And when I hear them talk about Russia, how the Russians are responsible for Hillary losing or, or some other outside power. I would like to go on the record saying this today. No outside power, Russian or otherwise, came to me, stopped me on the street, called me, stopped by my house or whatever, and told me to vote against uh, Hillary. I voted for Trump because I was sick and tired of the ratio of pandering that the Democrats was engaged in, telling me that all white people are bad, all racism was on on, on the Republican side. Yeah. I have met many, and when we go going to the Tea Party and going to other events, people coming to Joshua's Trail, a yeah. banquet, fundraiser, I met many a lot of white people. And for them to condemn all white people mm-hmm. or, or make all white people sinners and all black people saints, it, 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 you know, it disturbed me to no, degree, to no end because I knew it wasn't true. That's not the American that I know. And when I meet people like Bruce and, and, and Gary Devine and Gary and Cindy and so Barbara and them, so many people who I have met, mm-hmm. you know, and I know it's a lie. Yeah. And yet and still the Democrats, the party of racism, segregation, and all the lynchings and, and, and anti, anti-rights uh, uh, politics want people to believe that this country is so bad that they can't explain why millions of people want to come to this country if it's so bad. And I figured that when, when Trump said he would run for president, it didn't have to be Trump. He could have been you or Phil. Mm-hmm. I said, I was happy to vote for anybody who stopped this racial division <laughs> yeah, in this country, yeah. telling me that diversity is my strength. Yeah. And gay is no longer a word of happiness, but of some abnormal behavior and you put promoting abortions and female mutilations and all of this nonsense and i said this has to stop and that's the reason why i say this coming election mm-hmm. 2020 is between the people who are insane and the people who are sane. now we're gonna have to determine which is which yeah because see when you have the lunacy of people like Rashida Tlaib and Omar <laughs> and uh, and uh, and uh, 
and what's his guy name? L. Green, and and uh, I just go on down the list. You must know that we're in an insane asylum. Okay? So yeah, and who's running? Today, and who's running the asylum? That's the question. It's the inmates. <laughs> so I want to say today, let's fight. Let's get prepared to go and fight and take this 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 fight to the people and let them know that we want to save this country. This stuff about illegal immigration, changing your gender. We got this guy, Booty Boy, up there running for president. And he, and he wants and he wants to remove the FDA warnings from the two abortifacient drugs. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, which is an article I, I picked up uh, online uh, the other day. Mm-hmm. Not just him, not just Mayor, Mayor Booty Call, but, you know, uh, Skeletor <laughs> Warren and, and, and all these other people. They, they are that are the same. They're all the same. And if there's any difference. I mean, if you look in the back of their car, you'll see their straight jackets in there. <laughs> yeah. Off, but it's in the back of the car. It's somewhere. Yeah, you and wonder then, if the interior of the car is padded up enough. <laughs> and, you know, and what, what gets me is this how I'm watching. Now, very few people in this country go to church more often than blacks. Yeah. And yet, still, how can they let this booty board condemn their religion? And then welcome him as somebody normal. Think about it, Bruce and Phil. Yeah, yeah. That's an abnormal act. That part that they deal with is not a part of what God put it for what they're dealing with. Okay, I'm just going to be, uh, you know, try to be decent about it. And to, for them to accept this particular uh, uh, human being as normal. And as Christians, I don't know how they can do it when the Bible forbids it. And so, you know, we have to fight these kind of things and say, no, we're not going to take part in this insane asylum. So to you and, and Phil and to uh, your audience, I, I appreciate you giving a contribution to Dale. And I would like to say this in closing. If the people had to follow my buddy Charles, who would say vote out every Democrat you can find. That's right. We need to take that to the streets and let people know that's what we intend to do in the year 2020 mm-hmm. and uh, two, I said 2020 and get Trump back in office because the four years that he's in there is four years that we're going to need to help save this country. That's right. So, so, gentlemen, thanks so much for the opportunity, and <laughs> let's take it to the street and let people know that we are fighting. Let's gir- race, creed, or color. You know, saying we're all one national American. Okay, it's loin girding. So it's, it's loin girding time. Thanks again, Mel. Thanks, Mel. Okay. okay, take care. Be blessed. I okay, you too, my friend. God bless. Merry Christmas to you. And Happy we got another. You too. You all, you all, to your audience. Okay. All righty. All right. And I like to put a shout out to Ron. Uh, he did a good commentary. Yeah, okay. he's up behind you. That's right. Oh, okay. There okay. <laughs> <Here> you go. <laughs> Take uh, care now. All right. What a coinky right. dink. Right? <laughs> and uh, we, as we said on the hey. line, we have Ron Edwards. Good morning, Ron. Hey, Ron. Hey, good morning, fellas. Hey, hey. Uh, boy. Great boy, commentary. It's hard to follow, hard to follow uh, a great thinker like Milk, but I'll do my best. <laughs> <laughs> you always do your best. Come on. <laughs> well, um, False to, modesty. I have to dovetail <laughs> on, on what Milt was talking about. Uh, that's one of the, the big battles that we face in this country. Mm-hmm. Is, and one of the biggest ironies, he's right. Black people go to church in droves, yep. but yet they, in greater proportions than any other population, yeah. support the freaks of nature, like Booty Man and, and, <laughs> and, 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 and you know all these kinds of things. 
and they invite him in their church. Uh, yeah. Wayne T. Jackson, the, the great Reverend Wayne T. Jackson, he's supposed to be a bold, you know, guy, former mm-hmm. street guy. He is so chickened out and so sold out, he won't even have Trump back the second time around because people told him, don't you dare do that. And so he's punked out. Um, but we've got to get Trump back in. He's going to get back in. Yeah. It's not even, it's, it's a given. I, I, I know it. I can just tell you he's going to be back in. And after Trump, we're going to have, uh, more good presidents because what, what, what a lot of people don't understand is the Democrats are doing us a great favor. Believe it or not. Mm-hmm. This impeachment, their asinine behavior, because they are under an illusion. That because they're now, it's like in your face. They're like the homosexuals, all in your face. Da 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 da. Okay, or the Islamics. They're all and the illegals. They're all in your face because they've been allowed so long to do whatever they want to do, and so they become so emboldened. And guess what happens when you get real prideful like that? Mm-hmm. You get a little careless. You get kind of stupid. Yeah. Now everybody with a walking with a working brain understands that the the two. Um, reasons for impeachment do not reach the level of an, an actual impeachable offense. They are not high treason. No, nope. they are not misdemeanors. And there's the third one I forget, but they don't reach those <laughs> levels. So basically, they're being allowed to go through all this impeachment inquiry <laughs> and impeaching and all of that. And a good portion of the American people understand what they're doing and what they're being even allowed to do is asinine and incorrect. Yep. And they're very prideful. <clears throat> That's why they cut people off. That's why they don't allow the full procedure um, operations. The Republicans are kept from doing such and such and whatever. Mm-hmm. But see, pride cometh before a fall. And they're going to they're going to experience a big, big heap of fall. And some of these people, it doesn't look like it, but trust me, these people that are at the top, big wigs, um, Clapper, all these folks, they're going to be Hamanized. Yeah, that's what Hamanized means. Yeah. Haman, Haman was the gentleman in the Bible who thought that Mordecai, he had it all wrapped up. The Jews were going to be wiped out. And the king was, you know, they built the gallows and everything. Well, the last minute, the, the king said to, to Haman, well, the gallows that you constructed for Mordecai, they are actually for your neck now. <laughs> yep, yep. And that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. That is literally what is going to happen. I promise you. Um, a lot of things are going on be, uh, behind the scenes. In the IG report, even though, I don't know, I don't know what drug the guy's on, even though the guy had the nerve to say, well, I didn't see anything that was of criminal nature, but everything he listed actually is. Yeah, right. There are things in there that are wrong as the day is long. And when you uh-huh. follow it up with the Durham report, you know, they just increased their staff because there's a lot more to investigate and look into. Yeah. And so, therefore, then two and furthermore, yeah. it's going to get the, the plot thickens. And it's not going to be pretty yeah. for, the well, uh, people, for people on that side. Real, well, I, real, I, yeah. real quick, uh, what do you recommend that the uh, Senate do with this? Because actually, they could take it and say, "Well, we we won't even entertain it; we'll They're throw it out." It out ahead. But I think, no. that, well, what do you think? What do you think should be done? Do you- I, I I'm I'm with 
I, I I'm of the of the uh, belief that um, Trump should up should piss the Democrats off even more, and they continue to push it and let it go to go to trial. Mm-hmm. The reason why I say that is because when you have a trial, what happens? All the evidence has to come right. out. Both yep. sides then get to ex- to express themselves in a proper trial. Yeah, yeah, and exculpatory oh, yeah. information too. Evidence. Yep, 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 yep. And so that the reason why the Democrats want to hurry up and just boom, 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 <laughs> and, and just rush it through and get her done. They've got an election to steal. <laughs> because even though they're evil, they're not stupid. Yes. They understand that in a trial, everything comes out. Yeah. And boy, I tell you, if everything comes out, it's yeah. going to be bad enough for the for the for the uh, Democrats already. Uh-huh. If they go to trial and everything comes out. You won't see a Democrat in the White House unless they're one of the servants for 50 years. Well, you you won't. Yeah, I, exactly. And, and, and today we need one thing, because you hear the Democrats talking about, well, you know, if we don't get him now, we'll get him again on another. Oh, I know. As oh, in, and I and that, that right there, this that, should never, ever be allowed to happen again. Where yeah. they take uh, elements from a previous administration and use it to take uh, uh, the sitting president out in an impeachment inquiry. That's why censure. That is uh, that is that should never happen. And that's why censure wouldn't work too, because they're the incoming Congress is not bound by what the uh, pre the preceding yeah. one did. So yeah, they could lift the censure anytime when the Republicans take over the House. Yeah. You know, so this that, um, that this this censure is not going anywhere. So they and, need and, a and, full uh, investigation. And, and Brenda Lawrence knows that. That's why she's now going back into impeachment. Yeah. So they yeah. need they need a full investigation with some real bulldogs as prosecutors. Yep. 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 I, I want to bring up something else, fellas. Um, there's about ten thousand idiots. I don't know terrorist types that are at our southern border. Mexico allowed them through. Yeah. And they're at their bo- our border chomping at the bit. And I am really, really, really perturbed with the um, the Congress. And, and actually, these black robes gone wild that continue to block Trump from going ahead and finishing the wall. Yeah. He's got over he's got over $3 billion, so you can get a lot done with that. Yeah. Okay, um, Ron, we uh, have to get a hard break. This is the end of the show. So, oh, hey, thanks Ron, a lot. Thank you so much for yeah. calling. Great. We'll and see you and next week. Guys. Okay, and we'll see Merry you at the Christmas, Christmas party on the 28th. Take care, my friend. And that's our show for today. Thank you for listening and calling. And uh, please uh, uh, be sure to remember that the uh, this is a listener-supported program, and we rely on your on your uh, generosity. So send that uh, check to our uh, Michigan PO Box one three five, Garden City, Michigan four eight one three five. Take care, everyone. Have a great weekend. Merry Christmas to you. Vice the Wham Talk sixteen hundred listeners to continue the roundtable discussions by mailing correspondence to Art of Michigan. Post Office Box 135, Garden City, Michigan, 48135.